Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Fantasy Football Formula. This is week nine of the NFL season. We are flying by here. We are into November. Um, this is going to be a little bit of a different episode. Uh, PB is actually live from the Bloomington Hospital. <laughs> His wife, Anne, is uh, actually going into labor right now. So, Seven centimeters uh, dilated. Well, there you go. For so, the boys, you one of the details. We're in the thick of it here. He's naming his baby Tom after Tom Brady uh, <laughs> because he's for the boys. He's in he's in the delivery room giving picks out. So yeah, so we will Absol- uh, we'll, we'll uh, let PB not. give his uh, his lock here, so then he can go back to supporting his wife. Um, PB, this is uh, news to us. So what what game are you choosing for your lock of the week? Yeah, this is gonna be my my one pick. Uh, I will say I'm running on one hour of sleep about so take it with a grain of salt but we're going with the jaguars money line wow. we're going All with right. the jaguars money line and uh the raiders just aren't it we saw the saints i took the saints against them last week didn't score a point on the saints and the saints had a depleted defense jaguars i still think of a solid defense the jaguars have played close game all all year long um, I don't think they've lost a single game by more than like seven points, eight points maybe. And the Raiders just are lost right now. The Jaguars uh, are going to get this done. And uh, that's all I have to say. I don't have any more analysis on that. All right. What does baby well, Tom think? <laughs> and my other lock is that my baby will not be named Tom. <laughs> <laughs> that's a guarantee. All right. Your well, brother's um, not going to be too happy about that. Yeah, I'm on my dad. <laughs> but, yeah. All right, so, PB. Thanks well, for hopping on, man. Good uh, luck yeah. to you in the life. Yeah, good I had luck. To make an, had to make an appearance even in the uh, – That's dedication. Moments. That's that dedication, dedication right there. Live from the hospital. <laughs> <laughs> All, All right. right. Well, maybe I'll be – back tomorrow for the dfs thing we'll see probably not i i highly doubt that but <laughs> you're gonna have a lot of time pb i love where your priorities are yeah. <laughs> I, I love it all right all right see you brother right. yep all right well, well i think go. we know what sleep depri- deprivation does to someone taking jaguars money line <laughs> yeah um <laughs> Anyone I'm, I'm was actually, wondering. <laughs> uh, I'm actually we're gonna jump to that game right now since uh PB had talked about it. That's his lock. Um, I actually have a pick on that game as well. Um, I'm going on the other side here. I am taking the Raiders minus one and a half, traveling to Duval Clown Town Nation. Uh Jacksonville is not a good team. Whatever PB says, he must be, you know, hitting that laughing gas there in the, the hospital room because <laughs> Jacksonville's not a good team. They they are getting better. But they're still a young team that makes mistakes, and they're just not there yet. They will be in a couple of years. I, I I assume they will be. They just traded for a parlay man Calvin Ridley um, to boost <clears throat> to boost that offense. Uh, Can he play? No, no, no. He can't next play till next year. So, next like year. I'm saying, in a couple of years they'll be okay. Uh, but Jacksonville's zero and five ATS in the last five. Uh, they're zero and five straight up in the last five. Um, they just they just don't have any good trends going f- towards them, and I know the Raiders did put up a stinker last week against the uh, Saints, yeah. but 
Uh, yeah, bad. I mean, they looked bad, but I, Bro, I just... didn't cross the 50 until like three minutes ago in the first half or something crazy like that. Yeah, I, I just don't see that happening again. They have too many weapons on offense. I, I They'll put it together. It's just one of those games in the season that a team that, you know, is trending in the right direction just has a, a hiccup. So that's what I think that is. So I'm taking the Raiders minus five and a half. But um, moving back in time here, we're going to move to Thursday. We have the undefeated Philadelphia Eagles traveling to the Houston Texans who are just in abysmal situation. They didn't trade pieces today to build for the future. Um, I don't think that locker room is very happy. I, I don't know. They're just they're just a dismantled team right now. Uh, yeah. But Alex, it looks like you have a pick here for this one. Yeah, uh, this is purely a fade the public pick um, and continuing the trend of primetime unders. Going to take under 45 here. I was ready to take it at under 43 and a half where it opened up and the line has gone up to 45, which I just love to see. Um, I think the Texans are going to have a tough time putting up more than seven or 10 points. And while the Eagles clearly could put up 30 plus uh, in a short week, I think that um, I think that they lean on the run a little bit more. And obviously the pretty much the only offense the Texans are getting are from Damian Pierce. So uh, slowing down the clock with both of the run games, primetime unders, the public is all over the over. And I think strictly because it's the Eagles. Um, so I will be fading the public and taking the under 45 here. Yeah. It's hard to see where points will come from the Houston side. Yeah. I mean, if you eliminate Damian Pierce, I mean, yeah. you, you, you throw the ball. Eagles got a good D line. Yeah. I mean, they, they should absolutely just obliterate this team and continue being undefeated. I'd love to see the, um, the line of which game you think the Eagles will lose first. I'm sure there's some probably juicy numbers yeah. in there. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah. Every, every couple of weeks when they're still, you know, tacking on wins, I'll get like a tweet from action network or whatever stats lab, whatever. And it's like, it'll give you the odds on every game. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, yeah. But this definitely is not the game. It's probably like plus 1200 if I, if I had to guess. Um, but moving on to the early games on Sunday, we have the wagon bills traveling to the, uh, who we thought they were jets. Uh, <laughs> uh, looks like the line is minus 13 and a half for the bills over under is 47 and a half. Nick, you have a pick from here. Yeah. I mean, you got the bills coming off of a bye week which is scary enough to begin no. with. No, they just no? played. They just played the Packers. Yeah. They well, just... That's basically a bye week <laughs> <laughs> Um, Yeah. Green Bay sucks. It's a bye week but we saw Zach Wilson pass through 350 yards last week. While impressive, they were only able to convert that to 17 points. So um, I don't think they're going to be able to keep up. I don't think they're going to be able to replicate 350 passing yards again. Uh, so I think the, the Bills are just too high-powered of an offense. They're guaranteed 30 points. Uh, I don't think the Jets are going to put up more than 20. So – yeah, that, one that's thing, kind of the pick. It's just a numbers game on this one. Yeah, one thing I love about um, the basically top three teams in this in the league, according to a lot of people and probably all three of our opinions, Bills, Eagles, Chiefs, I think it's fairly clear cut. Um, mm. I mean, who else are you throwing into that category? 
I think the Vikings are pretty hot right now. We'll uh, we'll get to them in a bit, but yeah, they look pretty I, good. I, I don't disagree with that. I think they're like the next tier under. But one thing about the Bills that we've seen all year is they beat the breaks off of bad teams. Mm-hmm. And while the Jets have a good defense, they are stinky, stinky on offense, especially without Brees Hall now, um, and that spark that he was giving them for a couple of weeks there. But yeah, yeah. and Zach Wilson is not a good quarterback. I don't. Yeah. I don't care what anyone says or what he's done this year. They're five. No, he's, I, he threw, uh, he's whatever. I feel bad for Jets fans thinking that it was like false hope. Like, Oh, look at us five and two. Remember when it was like, Oh, he throws like Patrick Mahomes kind of like, do we have the next guy? Like, yeah, that was, I mean, I think you get some teams just starting the season hot, but good teams continue to stay hot. Uh, I just don't think the Jets are that team. Like you're saying, Corey, Brees Hall was a huge blow to that offense. I mean, they that's that was their main red zone guy, and I think Trey White's going to lock up Garrett Wilson. Elijah Moore just doesn't want to play football in New York anymore, so there's not really many answers there uh, anymore. They're not going to be able to keep up with this team at all. Yeah, talk about the Jets just not making moves for the future. Like You literally have someone there on your team who does not want to be there, and you didn't trade him today for picks. Like, what are you doing? Like, that makes no sense to me when teams do that because yeah. it's what, what you punishing the player? No, you're punishing your team and your future team. Like, get rid of the guy. Like, he doesn't want to be there. You stack up the draft picks. Yeah, uh, it, 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 that makes no sense, especially yeah. with someone like Eli Moore that you could get probably, I don't know, second, maybe third rounder for, for yeah. sure. Probably did. a second rounder. I mean, he's I think a young so guy, too. tons of talent. I think so, too. He's shown flashes of greatness. Yeah. All right. Let's don't move on here. Yeah. All right. Uh, next game we have is the Dolphins traveling to the Bears. Uh, Bears have decided that this is not their year. Uh, moved some defensive pieces, but did bring back help for Chase Clay- Claypool. Um, that should help out Justin Fields because I think I saw a stat today that the – Bears have seven active receivers on their roster with a total of $8 million combined with all seven. Um, so they needed some help. They found some help. So, um, but it looks like Alex and Nick have some picks on this one. So what do you guys think? Oh, the bears man go. Yeah. Mr. Ditka. <laughs> Mike Ditka. Uh, let me ask you guys this. What's, what's the one thing, you think of when you hear 2022 Miami Dolphins? So many points. Nick? Um, the first thing that came into mind, maybe because Call of Duty just came out, but was a juggernaut. There you go. <laughs> yeah. I'm thinking track meet football. Yeah. Right? So they, they're fast. They put up points. They uh, push the pace. And the Bears offense has been figuring out some things this past these past couple of weeks, letting Justin Fields run a little bit more, designing and scheming runs directly for him which we had not seen in the past and clearly Callie is a fan of the pick <laughs> and uh yeah so um it, it seems like the offensive coordinator has has really decided that we're gonna fit our scheme to Justin Fields as opposed to trying to fit Justin Fields to the scheme and I think you've seen what he's done with that the past couple of weeks um put up 30 plus points in back-to-back weeks, I think against the Cowboys defense who we can all agree as, you know, pretty, pretty high level defenders. Um, 
Super Bowl caliber defense, in my opinion. Uh, three straight games with 200 yards rushing uh, as well for the Bears. Um, and, you know, when's the last time you could actually root for a shootout in a Bears game? <laughs> I couldn't tell you that. But in this one, in this year against the Dolphins, I'm going to take the over 45 and a half as my lock of the week. Let's get it done. Yeah, I mean, my original pick was also the same thing, but I don't know. The the Dolphins just can't be stopped. To me, the safer pick was Dolphins minus five, which is what I'll be betting this week. I was a little worried that uh, the only way to slow down a really good offense is to limit the amount of time they have with the ball. Alex was just saying they got 200-plus rush yards in the past couple weeks, so – I think that's the Bears' game plan to win this game is slow it down. And uh, for that reason, I didn't like the over. We were also kind of expecting a big shootout when the Dolphins played the Bills. I got burned on that one. So maybe, uh, you know, it's a little recency bias for me. So staying away from the over-under this week. But I do like the Dolphins where, you know, it's nothing against the Bears. I think you're right. They're, they're getting better, trending in the right direction. I love the Claypool edition just from a franchise perspective, and it's going to help out a young Justin Fields this year. So I love that move, but I just don't think it's enough this week. I think the gap of Roquan Smith and, Ro and uh, Robert Quinn are going to be too big uh, to fill. So for that reason, going Dolphins minus five. Yeah, I I. The Dolphins' defense definitely. I mean, they got Chubb, Bradley Chubb today because they needed something because they have the least amount of sacks, I believe, in the NFL right now, or they're one of the lowest with I think like thirteen or fourteen. Um, so they're not getting pressure on quarterbacks unless they're blitzing. So built uh, bolstering up the uh, the defensive end for them is going to help. But they're, I mean, the Lions. I mean, it's the Lions, and they put up points every week. But I mean, they got off to a hot start against the Dolphins' defense, so I can see. I can see points if we have something uh, reoccurring like we did last week. So, um, but let's, uh, but yeah, I, I like both picks. I think um, probably both hit in this, uh, in this game, but moving on here, we have the Packers traveling to the lions for the first time this year. Packers are three and a half point road favorites over under 49 and a half. I'm the only one with the pick. And I believe I said it last week and I'm going to eat my words. Uh, for that, I'm taking the Packers minus three and a half here. I don't know why. Um, actually, I do know why because <laughs> the Lions aren't a good team. Same they, old Lions. It's the same old Lions. It is, and they just got rid of one of their best offensive weapons. Like that, to not only they literally traded Such to an NFC interdivision opponent. You what don't. Is do that, that about dude? What is that? Like, like it makes no sense. DJ no. Hawkinson say something to the Dan Campbell like. Hey, like you suck at your job or like what I don't understand, but like I, it, it's mind boggling. Same old lines that organizations run like crap. They hate their players. i.e., Calvin Johnson. Um, but I, they the don't Packers, like to pay anyone and they dude, were going to have to pay Hawkinson like a top 10 tight end who's getting 10 million a year. You saw David and Joku just got a similar thing. He's, he's around that same tier. So I'm assuming yeah. the Lions were like, eh, contracts coming up. Let's go get some more picks. And continue to suck. So yeah, but, yeah. I mean, but there's like nothing. They don't have like a guy coming up. Like now they have to restart. Uh -huh. Like it is, it really doesn't make sense. Uh, but uh, for the Packers side, who didn't make a move today in free agency, which every single person and their mother and their grandmother definitely thought that was going to happen. Um, 
I did catch a little bit of Aaron Rodgers on Pat McAfee. He said that, you know, keeping the locker room together and the chemistry together is very important to the team. But again, like, what does that do chemistry do wise on the field? It's like you're not winning games. What are right they now. two and five? Three and five? Three and three and five. I think it's three, three and five. five. Yeah. They've lost four. I don't care straight. about chemistry if you're not winning games. Well, uh, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, so I this has to be a get right game. They ha- like this has to be Aaron Rodgers' like MVP performance that we've seen the last two years. Like he's got to put up like 400, 500 yards and like six touchdowns, especially against this very bad depleted uh line second. I mean Jalen Waddle and Tyreek Hill were open literally every single play. Like they had 10 catches a piece, I think, and like 160 yards. I'm so mad at myself that I didn't bet live bet the Dolphins when the Lions went up oh. like 17 nothing or something, dude. Like yeah, it was probably massive. Most no, obvious, massive, most but... obvious live bet of all time. Yeah. I make sure you are looking at that if you yes. are sitting on your couch, like you're like. Like if the Bills go down to the Jets like ten nothing, I'm sure that's not gonna be a huge line difference. Like if they'll probably be like maybe minus one oh five, it probably won't be plus money. But there are definitely some teams that you look at and you're like, wait, they're playing a really bad team. Like definitely check those live lines because you can get some juicy odds there. But um all right, let's move it on. Uh to the next game. Looks like all three of us have picks from this one. We have the Vikings traveling to the Washington commies. Uh, the Vikings are three and a half point road favorites. Over under is forty three and a half. Um, Nick, let's uh, let's start with you since this is your uh, your big pick. Vikings minus three and a half is my lock of the week. I'm over here every Sunday chanting "Skull" at the TV. Uh, they're they're a pretty great football team. Uh, Dalvin Cook. Every time I watch him, I'm always so surprised how fast he is. Just Getting through the line of scrimmage, it's incredible to watch. Um, I love the Hawkinson pickup, like we just said. And, uh, you know, only minus three and a half against the commies. This is another one that doesn't make sense. I mean, we know I'm over here working at Oakmont Stratton, like just dishing out money left and right. Jordan Belford style on my lock of the week. I've only lost one. If you were to bet with me all year, you'd be up ten thousand dollars. <laughs> Facts. Facts. <laughs> so you know, this is my Belford Baller of the Week pick. Vikings minus three and a half. Yeah, I mean, I am on this. I am on the same yeah. same wavelength as you, Nick. I do not understand this, uh, Washington. I don't know if Chase Young will be back. Even if he is, I don't think he'll make a difference. Um, they just traded away one of their corners, uh, William Jackson, to the um, uh, Steelers, Steelers today. Yeah, uh, like we said, the Vikings just got T.J. Hawkinson. I I don't know how much he'd be involved in this game coming off you know a couple of days of practice, but uh, the Vikings are still a very good team. And he- the one the one downfall that they have is that their secondary is it's okay. It's not very good actually. Um, they're slow. I like the commanders. The, yeah, it doesn't like the commanders have. I mean, they have scary Terry, um, but that's about it. Hudson, I think, will be back this week too. Something okay. to keep an eye on. He had a good start to the year for a rookie. I mean, yeah, maybe something to keep watching. Definitely keep an eye on that. But yeah, if this game was in Minnesota, it, the line would be completely reversed. I think. Um, I don't think the commanders are three and a half point home favorites. Um, so this is uh. 
this is this is gonna be a good one. Um, I think the Vikings win by at least ten points here. So Vikings minus three and a half. Yeah, this is this is one of those uh, where I get a little a little suspicion, a little fishy because this line makes no sense to all three of us. Where I'm like, what do the books know that we don't? It's one of those lines, right? But I don't think this late, this long into the year that. I'm that worried about it because I do agree with you, Nick. I think the Vikings are in that top tier of football teams and the commandos commanders just aren't uh, the commandos. Um, <laughs> so yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm with you guys here. Vikings minus three and a half. I think uh, Hawkinson gets a small package of plays for him uh, added in. And, and the one great thing about him is he's an awesome blocker as well. So you don't really need, to draw up a ton for him to be on the field a bunch this week um because he's involved in the run game as well you know we probably could have cut this segment a little short and just said kirk cousins revenge game next yeah (laughs) also not prime time yeah yeah minnesota's four one straight up in the last five against washington so um and eight and eleven uh or eight and three straight up um in their last eleven against in november so um Vikings love to uh, play in November. So moving on here, we are moving to the Seahawks versus Cardinals in the midday games. Uh, Seahawks continue to keep winning. They are traveling to Seattle and are two and a half point underdogs. Um, 49 or 49 and a half is the over under as well. Um, Alex, what is your pick here? I'm going to keep betting the Seahawks until the books, the public, whoever starts giving them some respect. I mean, their defense started showing up these past couple of weeks on top of them having one of the best offenses in the league currently. Like I, it blows my mind to say it. I, I don't know how it's quite possible, but the Seahawks are leading that division and looking pretty dominant in their wins. Um, It's not like, you know, I'm sure they've had a couple of fluky ones. I haven't watched every single game this year, but they're putting up points and, uh, you know, the defense showed up last week. I, I honestly, I think we know what the Cardinals are. I think we've seen it. Obviously, D-Hop gives them a bit of um, a boost, bit of a jump, but the Cardinals have never been a good team at home since no. Tyler's been the quarterback, since Cliff's been the coach. For whatever reason, they play much, much better on the road. And I think the Seahawks are a much better team than the Cardinals are. Like, I, I think I think the Seahawks actually compete in the playoffs. I don't think the Cardinals make the playoffs. Um, so, yeah, Seahawks plus two and a half. Probably sprinkle in Seahawks money line as well just to get a little bit of juice there because I think they went out right. Yeah. I, I mean, I want to say Seattle is like – one of those teams that we just know like they're winning like the and they're not compared comparable to the jets but it's just one of those teams you're like you weren't supposed to be good this year and I think they're more comparable to the giants maybe the giants yeah and they yeah. just beat the giants like um yeah uh but yeah it's it's weird and i will i'll keep saying i'll say it week to week cliff kingsbury should not be a coach no. in the nfl with that much talent on your team and you can't win games like uh, dude you just again just Bad mistakes by young players. Um, you just they, he's he'll he'll be gone this year. He'll definitely be gone after this year. Um, so but all right, moving on here. Um, we have I believe one pick from the next game. 
we have the struggling Rams traveling to the struggling Bucks. Uh, the Bucks are three point favorites. Uh, over under is forty two and a half here. Nick, um, you don't have anything in here, but I do believe you are looking to pick something. I am. I think we've obviously seen Tom Brady struggle all year, knowing that uh, Antonio Brown is home with his family instead of him. So, uh, you know, you can't blame the guy, but I think that continues. Um, season's kind of dwindling away for them. I think they have more talent than the than the uh, Rams right now, which is they're kind of a disaster, but um I'm going to go with the the under on this game, actually, because I don't think either team is really putting it together. Uh, and I think their names are – I know it's only 42 and a half points, but um, I don't know. But they're, they're both just kind of stinking right now. I don't see a breakout scenario for either team. And, uh, yeah, so that's going to be my pick this week. I will say that is not a bad pick because yeah. both offensive lines struggle yes. really yeah. bad. And both these defensive lines are top Very notch. Very good. Yeah. Um. Also, Cooper Cup is. Yes. I don't know. Might his, not be playing. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. There was no structural damage, so there's no forelonged in- injury. They might, you know, take it easy this week at practice. But uh, Sean McVay came out and said this morning they do expect him to play. Okay. But uh, you know, maybe he's limited on a on a game like this. So we'll yeah. see. I, Even I more mean, reason about the under. Yeah, I I just you don't see where the offense comes if you know he's not in the game for the Rams. I mean, <laughs> I mean these these old quarterbacks are not going to have any time whatsoever all yeah. game too. And like, yeah. they're just. I saw. Right. Go ahead. Uh, I was going to say I saw a stat that Allen Robinson was top five in red zone targets. Yeah. And I was like, I don't think has he caught any of those. I, don't yeah, I think, think maybe so. one. Maybe one, one yeah. touchdown all year. And the whole NFL, he's got, you know, top five most opportunities and just hasn't converted. So um, starting to lose confidence in, in Allen Robinson's ability, to be honest. I think he could have been a one-hit wonder with Mitch that one year on the Bears, but I haven't seen it from him. Oh, oh no. Well, this this would have to be the game because this will show the reason why they paid him if Cooper Cup is limited. And this, he'd be like, hey, dude, you have to play, like, the amount of money we paid you. All right, let's uh, move it into the night games. We have picks uh, for both games here. We have the uh, Tennessee Titans traveling to the Kansas City Chiefs. Uh, Chiefs are 12.5-point favorites at home against a 5-2 and two Titans team, um, and the over-under is 46.5. Uh, this Titans team reminds me of last year's Titans team, which is actually better than this year's Titans team. Somehow they just keep winning games, and just like they were – the Titans were a number one seed in the AFC last year, if you guys recall. Yeah. I mean, which is they lost like ninety ninety starters throughout the course of the year, and still were the one seed. Yeah, I mean, this have is- you looked at their schedule that, like this year and who they've beaten? It's like laughable. Like they're, yeah. they're easily the worst five in or six and two, whatever their record is. Team. I mean, in the yeah, NFL. yeah. It was like last year, they're the worst one seed yeah. I could remember in a long time. Um. But Alex and I both have picks from here. We're both on opposite sides. Um, I will go first. Uh, I'm taking the Chiefs minus 12 and a half. And I know that's a scary line. And the Chiefs have not been, been able to cover lines, um, especially of this magnitude. It's pretty uh, pretty scary. And 
all the trends are favoring um the Titans. Mm-hmm. Titans are five and zero against the spread. Um, the last five, to, you know, Tennessee is you know five and zero, and they're straight up or five and zero straight up in the last five. Um, five and one ATS against the the Chiefs in the last six. Um, but this Titan secondary is atrocious, and they haven't come up against a caliber quarterback like Patrick Mahomes yet, who can slice and dice any defense any day of the week and put them against a team like the Titans. I I feel who are very one dimensional. I I just don't see where the Titans score points. Um, you know what the Titans are going to do? They're going to run Derrick Henry 25, 30 times. Um, also Ryan Tannehill's um, health is in question. Um, I don't know the severity of his ankle sprain still. Um, it's been, you know, it'll be close. It'll be two weeks since he heard it. Um, but if somehow Malik Willis is playing this game, this line is going to jump even higher because Malik Willis played last week. He did not look good. He did not look, he literally just handed the ball off to Derrick Henry. Anytime he had to throw the ball, it, you can tell there's, there's a lot that has to be done to make this guy NFL caliber quarterback. So with that being said, I'm taking the chiefs minus 12 and a half. Um, and hopefully Malik Willis is still playing quarterback. Yeah, uh, as you mentioned at the beginning there, I'm on the other side. Titans plus 12 and a half. Um, I just think it's – I think this is too many points for how well the Titans seem to always play the Chiefs and for Mike Vrabel as a coach and Tractor Cito the way that he's running. Um, again, if Malik Willis is starting this game – I am definitely not putting money on this. Um, I'll keep it on my card just because we're talking about it. And uh, I'm a man of my word. But uh, this pick is also under the assumption that Ryan Tannehill is back. Um, Obviously, much more competent quarterback, much more time in the league. Doesn't just have to hand the ball off to Tractor Cito. But um, I think think he still gets 30 carries either way. Um, And I... I think that that Vrabel coupled with the way that the Titans play offense is the only reason they're covering this line. Um, I just think that they keep it out of Mahomes' hands enough to keep it within, you know, 10, 7, 10. Um, so, yeah. yeah. I don't love it. Like that. I, I, I don't, don't love, love Andy Reid. I don't like betting against Andy Reid off of a bye week. Um yeah, I, I'm with Corey on this one, I think. I love what the Chiefs are doing. Went and got Tony. They'll probably throw him out there for a couple streak routes, right? Uh, he might catch a, catch a tutty. They seem like the team that's like, oh, we got a shiny new toy. Like, let's throw him in the mix and let's see what he could do and just start to build that chemistry right away. Yeah. Uh, so I think that they could be exper- – this is definitely a great game to experiment with a really shitty uh, secondary. I think their only good cornerback or secondary players, Caleb Farley, and he's not even lived up to what he's supposed to be being a first-round pick. So um, kind of like the Chiefs in this one. I'm I betting just, with you, Corey. I, I think I, the other thing about this game, uh, they well, first of all, I feel like they always schedule this game for a primetime game. Um, the second thing is, like, the Chiefs can score so quickly, like, the issue is like the Titans have to almost score every time they touch the ball because if they do not, they it's like and they have to try to throw the ball. I mean, they have Robert Woods. I mean, name their other receivers, Nikki Westbrook, like 
Jeff yeah, Austin Hooper. I think part of that too, though, is like Vrabel seems to be the kind of coach that won't like he's not going to shy away from giving Derrick Henry the ball, even if they're down two scores. No, definitely not. It's the only chance. He's, he's, yeah, he's the type of player. <laughs> but I think, but I think you see like a lot of coaches like yeah. go down two scores and go like, "Oh shit!" Even if the run game's their best part of their offense, like mm-hmm. get away from it. Yeah, I think about like kind of like not to you know throw stones, but the Browns. Like when the Browns go down and they stop giving it to Nick yeah. Chubb, it's like, what are you? What are you doing? Like you yeah. have one of the best running backs in the entire league. Um. They actually did that. They actually didn't do that against the uh, Ravens two weeks ago. They just gave it the ball to Nick Chubb like 12 times in the fourth quarter. They're like, you're our only hope right now. <laughs> Why not? <laughs> it was actually really great to see, but I agree with you. Beyond that game, it was totally just like, oh, yeah. we got to start throwing to uh, Cardell Hodge and Donovan Peoples-Jones, and we all know how that goes. Yeah. All right. Let's let's uh, let's wrap it up here with Monday night's game. Um Thankfully, unfortunately, PB cannot be here to defend this team. We have the Ravens traveling to the Saints. The Ravens are three-point road favorites. Over-under is 48-and-a-half. Uh, Nick and I both have picks. Uh, Nick, I'll let you go first. Yeah, I mean, the the Saints kind of beat the brakes off. Uh, Pitched a shutout. The, the Raiders. Uh, Raiders last week. Yeah, thank you. It was a little intimidating to bet against. They didn't have, like, all of their good players except for Winston. So, um, I don't know. I don't don't think they're going to be able to do that against the Ravens, who also just traded for Roquan Smith. Very salty about that. Uh, That defense did not need any help in this division. So, I love primetime Lamar Jackson, too. this is kind of where my pick comes from. I love Ravens minus three because of big trust. Woo woo. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. It's, it's crazy to see that even with a healthy Jameis Winston, the saints are like, actually, you know what? Andy Dalton's probably just a little bit better. Um, is, wait. So Winston's healthy. That yeah. He's healthy enough to play. Really? He's been, yeah. He's, the I last two weeks, that. he's been healthy enough to play. Who? I'm sure PB uh, – well, I know last week he at was healthy last. enough. At least last week, yeah. And wow. they they still ran with the, the red rifle. I not, so I did not know that. Yeah. So maybe maybe it's just caution. Like, But, like, if he needed to play, like, he was the backup quarterback. Like, he was, you know, he was locked and loaded. But I guess, wow. you know, the Saints are kind of seeing the writing on the wall there. But this is um, actually a very special week. Um, we actually had someone write in this week to the show. Um, it was, yeah, a note. Um, funny enough, it actually was Lamar Jackson who wrote this one. Um, I was going to say like a, like a pigeon carrier. Yeah. Yeah. Like yeah, a yeah, he, yeah. Note? yeah. He sent it to me directly to my right house. To the headquarters. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, so I'll read what he said. Um, so bear with me. These are not my words. These are his words. So you can, you know, run with this. Hi, Corey. This is Lamar. I was sitting here smoking my cigar, and I thought, wow, this line is bizarre. I'm an NFL superstar, while the Saints are far from relevance. There is so much evidence of their irrelevance, not even the intelligent can see the elephant in the room. So let's presume the Saints are doomed, and watch me cover this line with a big boom. 
Ravens minus three. Lamar said it. I'm going to have to, you know, tail him here. Uh, the Saints historically suck against mobile quarterbacks. Uh, Lamar is the most mobile quarterback in the NFL. Uh, I think, yeah, I mean, I think he runs for probably 125 yards and a touchdown. I honestly do. Uh, Rashawn Bateman's out, um, which kind of hurts, but and he's been out the last couple weeks. Uh, Duvernay, Demarcus Robinson south the last uh, last week. Um, not saying Demarcus Robinson is Rashad Bateman, but you know, again, I I think there's there's a uh, the offensive firepower is there for the Ravens, and on the Saints side, I just don't see it. The Ravens got better on defense with Roquan Smith, um, and the Saints are still running out Andy uh, Dalton, um, even if it's Jameis Winston. I like it even more. Um, I'd be betting on a Baltimore Ravens pick six, um, but some stats to go with this Baltimore six and two ATS in their last game, eight games against New Orleans. Um, so I will be taking the Baltimore Ravens to beat the breaks off the saints. And that was against mostly Sean Payton. So yeah, now you get a worse coach. Yeah, good point. Yeah. Hey. Comes comes from the same system, same playbook, just doesn't know how to call it as well. <laughs> yeah, it's it'll be uh it'll be interesting, but I, I think the Ravens are one of the best teams in the AFC, and the Saints are just treading water right now. There's someone's just got to throw on the center blocks onto the feet and just sink them to the bottom because they really aren't going anywhere this year. They're just winning meaningless games. Send them with the fishes. Yes, yeah, send them with. The I don't fishes. care. They don't have a first round pick, anyways. Oh uh, yeah. There's, all they're doing is helping out the Eagles, which they don't need yeah. any more help right now at this point. So, um, but with that being said, uh, we are going to wrap up this uh, episode. Um, week nine. Week nine. Uh, crazy that we are this far already. Yeah, Seems like the other day. Halfway, we, it's yeah. just, ugh, we don't just like it. Yeah. Uh, but, but congratulations to PB and his wife, Anne. Um, hopefully everything goes well. I'm sure it will. They are in good hands. Um, but we will catch you guys tomorrow, um, the DFS show. Thank you guys. Like and subscribe, and we'll see you tomorrow.